tweet at SFM Radio and at Bridget Masinga. It is SAFM, and uh, we're going to chat to uh, Cleo, who's uh, standing by on the line. It's Cleo Johnson, and she's the founder and the curator of, uh, of course, uh, Nucleo. I hope I'm uh, putting the two words together correct. Hi, you, Cleo. Hi, Bridget. I'm well in yourself. I am great. Congratulations on uh, making it onto uh, the most coveted Forbes Africa 30 under 30s list. And, of course, the cover of the actual magazine. I mean, this is quite the coveted list, and not anybody gets to just willy-nilly make it. Yeah, no, it's still quite a surreal experience, I must say. Um, you know, I think the whole process of when you eventually get nominated, and by the time that they announce, you, it's really quite a, a nervous experience because you actually don't know if you're going to make it or not. Because, I mean, mm. they get thousands and thousands of applications. So just the fact that I was, never mind on the cover, but just, you know, acknowledged for that. It's, it's such an achievement. It's so humbling. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, congratulations. But uh, you are a lady that has accumulated quite a few accolades uh, in your 30 years of life, including, of course, the Mail and Guardian's uh, top 200. Um, but th- this is what I loved about this year's Forbes 30 Under 30, is that really it, it looked at, you know, those who were 30 and below, but who, who were living and thriving in this new COVID-induced agenda for social change kind of world. And, and your, the premise to, to your career and your path is really that. It's about how do you use your work for the greater social good? Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's so amazing that they're actually starting to acknowledge that now. Mm. And I think um, Renika said it last time on our panel that, you know, business, and essentially social, you know, impact and how you, I mean, giving essentially should go hand in hand. Mm. Profits at the end of the day shouldn't just go to you and stop. You should be sewing back into a community or making some sort of change. Because at the end of the day, it is a blessing. You are given that leadership role for a reason, to have influence, to make a difference. And I think it is so important, especially for the younger generation to grasp that now already, that even if you're in a corporate job, you can still have influence there as well. It's not just entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing I also love about the list that, uh, you know, it, it's inclusive of a whole variety of sectors, uh, everything from, from design to finance to hospitality, which is your sector. And, and really the common thread is how does this person excel, number one, you know, in terms of their leadership, in terms of their vision, their innovation. And, of course, the added bonus this year is, are they somebody who really is seeking social change and someone who's a conscious citizen? Because I think that's where we're all at. I was just speaking to Dion Chang before you, and, and this is something that we've all kind of had, you know, planted in, in our minds even before COVID is how mm. do you become a conscious citizen? Um, not just for, you know, the greater good of your immediate family, but for the greater society at large. 100%. Um, you know, I do feel like, I think there's obviously moments or experiences throughout your life that may have, you know, either been great or, you know, in, in some instances, not so great. Mm. Where it may have impacted you in such a way that, you know what, this is where I want to make a change at some point when I have the opportunity. Mm. And I, I'm so glad that, you know, things are shifting in that way and that even the likes of a Forbes is now acknowledging, I mean, the likes of, you know, an influencing industry as well, mm. or influencing industry, sorry, my collection. Um, it's just, I love to see that they also have shifted that mindset. And just like you were saying, just to acknowledge people in that space that it's not just about, 
you know, um, checks and balances at the end of the day. What are you actually, how are you actually impacting people on, on the grassroots level? Yeah. So I definitely, I, I, I actually take my hat off to them for that. Cleo Johnson is joining me on the line and she's the founder and curator of uh, Nucleo. Um, and you're very passionate and, and quite centered around women in leadership. And how do you put that sort of into practice in your day-to-day experiences? So for me, it's, you know, I know some people will obviously say, oh, it's, you know, it's favoritism or I'm always pushing the, the female agenda at the end of the day. But I think for me, I think having been in the space where, I mean, I distinctly remember being, you know, in hotels and I think it was my first official job. Mm. And I still remember the PA to the GM literally sitting me down and telling me, saying, don't let them see you cry. Yes. And I was just like, why, why does it need to be like that? <laughs> So for me, it's, it's, you know, it's never mind about how I treat staff and, you know, my supplies as well. Mm. I also do obviously, um, you know, give preference to female suppliers and up and coming designers, mm. be it both graphic or, you know, photography space, whatever creative space that they fall into. I do like to be able to open up doors in that way for them. And then obviously from a standpoint with my internships as well, um, that was something that I introduced, I think, about three months into starting nuclear. Because mm. I was like, I've got an opportunity right now to make a difference. And that was through my internships. It was based on a study done by Accenture that spoke about, you know, um, third world country, country sorry, mm. and the gender pay gap and how digital fluency can actually narrow that. And I was just like, great. You know what? I actually have a digital agency, essentially. Yeah. So I can actually offer these internships and, you know, kind of pass on these skills to these girls. Um, you know, I was they are university graduates and need a break or they don't have the funds to study. So let me teach you the skills and also how to run a business. Because mm. I always say, I'm teaching you how to be a me. I, like with my interns, I've learned how to run my business. For example, when I was busy climbing Kilimanjaro, yes. my poor my sisters at the time, she literally had to run a full 500-man conference while I was away for two weeks. But I was able to equip her during that time that she was able to manage my clients. She was able to manage the funds in my bank account. That is the relationship that I also build with my interns at the end of the day and it's so great to see them once they've left the year internship where they've ended up mm. and you know just hearing the feedback from that yeah. and I, I think people also don't I just want to say they they don't really regard the fact that sometimes you know your time really is actually important and you just be bestowing skills on someone you don't really realize the impact that it actually makes or that, ha- sorry, that it has on someone at the end of the day Cleo I mean you sound like such a phenomenal young lady and definitely on the right trajectory uh, congratulations we fast run out of time uh, congratulations again on uh, nabbing that 30s under 30 list uh, and we will put up uh, links on our Twitter if uh, you want to get a hold of Cleo on her digital footprint where you can uh, carry on the conversation to you and your team all the very best and i can't wait to see what else you have got in store for us it's eight o'clock it's time for the news